Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 204 of A Wrestling Gal Podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today, I am once again joined by the Russian Dynamite, Masha Slamovich. Now let's chat! Now, before we get started, I just wanted to make a quick disclaimer that this interview was recorded prior to the tournament changes that were just made a few days ago, so Masha Slamovich will no longer be facing Lady Frost in the opening round of the CCW Championship Tournament. Lady Frost is unable to compete as confirmed by Capital Championship Wrestling, so a replacement has been named for Masha to take on in the first round, and that will be none other than the amazing Veda Scott. However, like I said, this interview was recorded prior to this announcement and changes made to the tournament, but I still wanted to share the entirety of this interview. So I hope you all can enjoy, but keep in mind that Masha Slamovich will now be taking on Veda Scott in the opening round of the tournament, but I'm sure it doesn't change Masha's answers in terms of how she will overcome her opponent in the first round. So you'll have to listen to find out. But like I said, Lady Frost is out of the tournament, unfortunately, but Veda Scott has been named as a replacement. So just keep that in mind. So without further ado, let's get on with my interview with the Russian dynamite, Masha Slamovich. Hello, everybody. Today, I am once again joined by the Russian dynamite, Masha Slamovich. So Masha, how are you doing today? I am doing excellent. How are you? I am fantastic to be speaking with you again. It's been a hot minute since I've seen you and a bit has actually changed since the last time we spoke. But firstly, I wanted to congratulate you on ranking number 29 on the PWI Women's 150 list. So what is your response or reaction to that in correlation with your amazing work over the last year in pro wrestling? Um, first of all, I am, uh, very proud, uh, to be in the place where I've been ranked on the PWI, especially considering that I wasn't ranked on the 500 or the women's 100 at all last year. Um, so to be 420 in the 500 and then 29 in the women's uh, 150 is pretty awesome. And I really think it's a testament to all of the, you know, the hard work I've put in, in the last two years, um, I don't go out here on social media running my mouth. I just let my work speak Mm -hmm. for me. And I think it has done just that. I think absolutely too. And so obviously you did rank 420 in the top 500 and then number 29, basically the top 30 of the women's list in the world. So you talk about like this last year in pro wrestling. So at least for the women's list, it was October, 2020 to September of 2021. So what are some of your most proud or moments that you're most fond of over this last year? Oh man, there is so many. <laughs> I don't even know where I, I would assume Borscht at the beach definitely has to be one. Borscht at the beach was <laughs> definitely something that was really cool. Uh, I never thought that I would have a Beyond show named after me. Um, 
and then it happened and it was it was really fun i think everybody enjoyed it and you know the fans the wrestlers alike and uh i'm proud of it i was happy with it i enjoyed being there at the show and you know among uh among that there's there's still all of the work that i did in japan at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year for example wrestling chihiro hashimoto um for the gaia kickoff show mm-hmm. And, you know, then there was NWA, uh, the mm-hmm. Empower Invitational Cup, and then the match with Diana. And even as close as like three nights ago at Bloodsport against mm-hmm. Marina, like, these are all absolutely awesome and notable moments that happened this year. Now, I have a question. So Borsh at the beach, you faced Alley Catch, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how how was that taking the action to the ocean or the water? Because that had to have been extremely weird to get used to. Yeah. I, uh, I don't normally <laughs> uh, get, get in the water while I'm wrestling. No. So that was, that was different. Uh, and all I can say is, man, I had so much sand in my wrestling <laughs> shoes afterwards. I have never been so disappointed in myself. <laughs> it was just like, this is, I had the whole ocean in my shoes. It was terrible. Now, luckily, I assume you have multiple pairs of wrestling shoes, right? I do. And I also have an excellent laundry that helps me clean Ah. my gear and my shoes. So That is good. And like you said, those are just some of the amazing things you've done. Obviously, like with your work in Mission Pro and beyond, you've literally been everywhere. I can't believe like... Being in Japan feels such like a lifetime ago, Masha, when the first time I had you on in January. Now, here we are at the end of October, beginning of November, and so much has changed for you. It really has. You know, um, I'm sure I've said it back then, you know, when people were asking me, well, what do you think is going to happen when you get back Mm -hmm. to the States? And I said, well, I have no idea. I can't foresee Mm -hmm. all of the things that will take place. And sure enough, I would have never told you back then that things sort of went as they did. And, you know, I'm very glad they did. This year has been just a constant ride of surprises. Definitely. And so looking forward to next year, Masha, obviously you are number 29 this year on the women's list, but I definitely think you have the capabilities to grow up and climb up even more on the ranks. So how do you think, or how do you think you'll have a a better year or how do you plan to elevate yourself so you can keep climbing up those ranks next year? Well, I'm just going to keep doing exactly what I'm doing now, which is, you know, honing my craft, training and just giving my absolute best every single time I go out there. And, you know, that that's what it always was and what it always will be. Fair. And of course, looking forward to next year, you are now officially signed to Impact Wrestling following your performance against Deanna Perrazzo at Knockouts Knockdown, like you said. So can you kind of describe that moment from your perspective after that match where you were then offered a contract from Gail Kim? Um, That was definitely probably one of the most surreal moments of my career. Um. I just remember, you know, after the match finished, I was just there outside of the ring Mm -hmm. and I was just, you know, happy with myself knowing that I'd done a good job, but I didn't know that it was that good of a job because Gail Kim came out there. And then as you saw what transpired, it just, it felt like, um, I can't really find the right word for it. I always forget my English words, but it was, it was like proof that I did everything right and that everything I'd been doing was being done the right way even if I wasn't sure that was the proof that 
I was right. And um, it was just a really incredible moment. And you, you can see the moment uh, mm-hmm. on like social media because it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say definitely one of your biggest supporters and advocates, obviously, because she picked you to be representing herself for the pick your poison match. But Mickey James, I just recently did an interview with and like I asked her, who are some stars you think are like really going to rise up and like should be on people's radars? And the first person that she spoke on was you like Masha Slamovich. She was just so impressed by you, like even before NWA Empower, just like your whole get up, your attitude, your in-ring skills and everything. So what is your response knowing that you have people like a Gail Kim, like a Mickey James really believing in you? I'm very honored to have, you know, people of their caliber backing me and backing my work. Uh, People like Mickey and Gail, they both believed in me since the first day that I met uh, met them. You know, Gail back since 2019 and Mickey ever since we spoke, um, you know, right leading up to Empower, she was always so supportive and she really believed in me and you know, I can't thank either lady enough for everything that they've done for me. These, you know, I have magazines with mm-hmm. Mickey James and Gail Kim in them from when I was a kid still. Mm-hmm. And it's just really incredible to be working with both these women uh, in the current day. Is that a pet bird? Yeah, sorry. My birds are <laughs> going off. I didn't know you had a bird. <laughs> I have a little parakeet. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that's adorable. What, what's your parakeet's name? Uh, this this is Lumen here. Lumen. Okay. Cute. <laughs> but yeah, it's so cool, like you said, to kind of have those full circle moments where, like you said, you have magazines of people like that. And I knowing that that like that decision from Gail Kim was kind of really spontaneous, I think was really a testament to, like you said, your work that you put in, you show up and show out and you impress. But now that you are officially a part of the Impact Knockouts division, what do you think you can bring to this division or what are your hopes for this new venture in Impact Wrestling? I know that I'm going to bring the fight, the violence and the intensity to everybody in the impact locker room, the men's, the women's, everybody, everybody better keep their eyes open. And I'm just ready to do what I do best is get out there and show the world what I can do. Of course. And of course, like we said, you've already faced the now former knockouts champion, Deanna Perrazzo. But is there anyone else on the roster, knockouts division, or just generally that you are really looking forward to possibly working with an impact? Well, I'd say, you know, go big or go home. That's how it was since day one. So Mickey James, I'm looking at you. Oh, okay. Mickey James picked you as her poison, but now maybe you're also her poison. Oh, okay. Okay. I like it. (laughs) Now, speaking about your past year in wrestling, you did also compete at the NWA's first ever all women's pay-per-view empower in the inaugural women's invitation where I actually got to meet you there also, which was incredible. So what was the overall environment like with not only an all-women talent card, but also a great group of producers and female referees. It was uh, it was a very incredible night filled with many emotions, and it was a historic night. I was very honored. I was very honored to be a part of it, and you know that I don't have any. I don't have enough good things to say about it because. I'm pretty sure you can see through all of the videos and images captured how incredible it was and how everybody felt because everybody was just shining that day. 
Now, I must say, I specifically remember you just going in and going to the top rope and then launching yourself onto all of the girls on the outside. Now, was that just something that you thought of spontaneously or when you saw that everybody was on the outside, did you just go for it? Well, like I just said, you know, go big or go home. Mm -hmm. So I just got to I just got to live life in the fast lane balls (laughs) to the wall. So if I was going to make an impression, I was going to make it one way and make it big. You certainly did that, Masha. And talking about all women's promotions, we obviously also have to talk about the all new all women's promotion in Capital Championship Wrestling. So firstly, before we get to talk about this amazing tournament, firstly, how does it feel to be a part of this, I think, elite roster of some amazing female wrestlers like Kylan King, Ray Lynn, Willow Nightingale and so many more? I think that the roster right now looks absolutely incredible and I cannot wait to get to work in this new promotion, especially in this tournament. I think all of the women there are incredibly talented and I am looking forward to working with all of them. Now, coming up on November 6th, you do have a first round tournament matchup in the hunt to crown the first ever CCW champion, where you take on a lady who was also at NWA Empower. I'm talking about a lady Frost. So what are your thoughts heading into this matchup against the coolest wrestler you'll ever meet? Well, Lady Frost was lucky enough to escape my wrath mm-hmm. at NWA Empower because by the time I got in there, she was already gone. It's true. And she won't be so lucky this time. And it's very unfortunate that Frosty is going to have to be my first example, my first chew toy when I get to the promotion, because I'm going to assert my dominance and I'm going to do nothing less than that. I have no doubt about that. And obviously going through this tournament tournament, we all already have Willow Nightingale going on. She already advanced by defeating Queen Aminata at the September 11th show. But Masha, if you plowed through Lady Frost here, you do face either Kylan King or Christy Janes, who ironically were also at NWA in power. So I'm seeing a little theme here, don't you think? It sure is a theme and it is a wonderful one indeed. Like I said, all of the women at NWA are incredibly talented and in this new promotion as well. I would look forward to facing both Christy Jane or Kylan, but myself and Kylan have had a little, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, we've seen a bit of each other at Mission Pro. So I think we're both uh, chomping at the bit to face each other. Um, it's definitely one that I want to see personally. So I'm hoping that you both can progress through this first round. And because I just want to see this matchup. I think you, like you said, you two have faced off in Mission Pro, but now actually in the hunt for a championship, I think ups the stakes even more. I certainly think so. And as belt collector Masha Slamovich with three belts, you know, I'm always looking for a fourth and a fifth one to add to the collection. Now, what would it mean for you? Like you said, you are no stranger to holding championship gold. What would it mean for you to become the inaugural CCW champion? You're also no stranger to becoming inaugural champions, Masha. Well, like you just said, no stranger to that. There's been three belts that I've been an on-girl champion of this year. And I think it is only fitting that I finish the year off in the same theme and get a fourth one. Now, how do you... Okay. Real question. Obviously, probably traveling to promotions, you don't bring all of them. But has there ever been an instance where you have had to travel with multiple championships, like on a flight or traveling? Oh, yes. And it is the biggest pain in the ass. 
let me tell you, any wrestler who's ever held multiple belts will tell you it's really cool. You get to take all the pictures and the stuff. Yeah. And then when you have to travel with them, it's just the absolute worst. Now, what is your strategy then to either fitting them in your luggage or ensuring that they make it onto the plane safely? First of all, I never check my luggage or like I don't check my wrestling gear or my belts. I could never survive that stress, Mm -hmm. but I am just very good at packing everything pretty tightly into my suitcase. So I just play Jenga for a little bit and I make it work. Good to know. I've just always been curious. And like I said, you are no stranger to championship gold. You are also the current combat fights, unlimited undisputed champion. So could you talk a little bit about your experience with uh, CFU with it being a little different from traditional pro wrestling? It is. It is a bit different. It does dip uh, closer to the fighting mm-hmm. uh, realm and I thoroughly, uh, you know, obviously enjoy uh, my time at CFU and I am their inaugural champion, which means I'm ready to defend that belt wherever, whenever against anybody. And especially I've had my eyes on Lindsay Snow. She was present at the last CFU event and certainly hope she'll be present at the next one as well. Now, do you have to prepare or train like drastically different than you would from say a pro wrestling match or do you kind of go in with the same mentality well i train uh i train in that sense as it is anyways okay uh you know i train jujitsu on a weekly basis and right before blood sport i took the time to go out to los angeles and train with josh barnett at Mm -hmm. california mixed martial arts So I am no stranger to that kind of training, you know, as a regular thing, because it's something I enjoy. Now, can you kind of describe how that training went out there? You said out in like before blood sport, can you kind of describe the training? See, I know nothing I did. I have a white belt in karate and that's about it. So can you kind of describe the actual process of training, preparing for blood sport and of course CFU? Well, you just get in the gym and do what you're told until you're told to stop. (laughs) is essentially how it goes and you never know what it is what it's going to be when you show up so you just better be ready to suffer (laughs) true now talking about like things outside of pro wrestling do you kind of have any dream match against any mma boxer or martial artist that is an excellent question uh no (laughs) uh no i don't because i spend so much time focused on wrestling that i haven't decided to think about that uh but i'm sure when i start competing uh in jujitsu then that answer will change to be fair you did just compete against marina shafir who has a lot of um experience in like mixed martial arts certainly she was one i was looking forward to facing and obviously that took place a couple of days ago at blood sport did you uh, squaring off with her? Obviously, did you kind of have to adapt your style to her more like striker based MMA style or did it just feel like another walk in the park for you? I felt completely at home uh, and okay. comfortable during that match. I think that allowed me to show <laughs> that side of me more so than I'm allowed to in a regular professional wrestling match. Uh, because I knew that Marina wasn't going to go out there and cry if I landed a strike on her. Um unlike some of the other professional wrestlers I've been <laughs> <into. clears throat> but with that being said 
I think my style and Marina's style clash very well together. And I think we have great chemistry and I would absolutely love to work with her again. Now you talk about her being one of, I think, probably the toughest people in the pro wrestling business, obviously with that background in mixed martial arts and stuff like that. But besides yourself and and maybe Marina, who do you think are some other of the toughest competitors or opponents in pro wrestling today? Hmm. Well, I can't. Oh, I'm trying to think of like names off the top of my head. You know, when you're put on the spot, you just forget every wrestler who ever existed. (laughs) Right. So that's me right now. I promise you I have answers. Um, Certainly, I I have to say somebody who I saw appear recently on AEW and who I think is one tough woman is La Rosa Negra. Yeah. She, first of all, very glad that she got that uh, opportunity. And second of all, I had a match with her back in June and we absolutely laid the fists to each other. So she is one tough lady who deserves to be in CFU and, you know, other places. I mean, you are the champion, Masha, so I'm sure you get to have some say in maybe who you're facing. So make it happen. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things I'm trying to make happen. So okay. y'all are just going to have to keep your eyes open. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, lastly, closing things out, I had to touch upon the fact that you apparently have some pretty weird food combinations. So <laughs> can you tell me some of them and actually convince me that they're good, Masha? Um, okay. Well, I do have a bunch of weird food combinations. Okay. Uh, first of all, take a take a plain slice of pizza and put some egg fried rice on there. <clears throat> Hear me out. It's great. Just just trust me on this one. If you just like hate yourself and want to have your body weight and carbs in one meal, do that. And of course, then there's the kiwi on the regular slice of yeah. pizza, which got Twitter uh, all up in a bunch <laughs> the other day. <laughs> And it's the, it's the same logic as pineapple. I think pineapple does go on pizza, but not in the in the way that everyone makes like what is it called the Hawaiian slice or something? Yeah. No, like stop frying the pineapple <laughs> into the pizza. Stop putting that weird ham in it. Just take a regular slice of pizza and like put raw pineapple on it. It's great. It's tangy. It's delicious. Now, how do you see? I love rice, and of course, pizza is like my favorite food. How do you even think to put rice on there, though? I'm just trying to think about your thought process, or did somebody show you this? Oh, there was no thought process. All I'm gonna, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is there's a reason that I miss this 420, and that's yeah, okay. the same reason that that <laughs> combination exists. Fair. I think it all worked out, Masha. I love fruit. I've actually never had pineapple on pizza, so when people ask me that, I feel like I can't judge it based on anything. I still, I'm like very plain when it comes to my pizza, but Masha, you got me thinking now. I'm telling you, just take that plain slice and throw some raw fruit, like kiwi or like pineapple that like citrusy stuff and it's gonna be great Mm, i do have a piece of pizza sitting in my fridge and have a plethora of fruit some mosh i might have to try that today yes let me convert you to the dark side (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it's a dark side i can't judge it yet but it does sound very interesting and then my maybe finally when people ask that pineapple on pizza question i'll actually have a solid answer (laughs) There you go. We'll see. Now, lastly, you you've shared some Russian remedies and hacks with me before. But in the general scope of things, do you have any strange life hacks that you can enlighten us on? Hmm. Life hacks. See, I have so many life hacks, but it's like 
I can't. Y'all got to talk to me in person about these. All I'm going to say is if you've ever spoken to me about Spirit Airlines, you know what the hell is up. (laughs) If you haven't, DM me because I'm here to help people um, who frequently travel because I have all of the uh, all the tricks. But we got to keep these tricks down low before before we expose them. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Do you have one then that you can share with us? Uh, here's, uh, here's, here's a random one that I actually like, I learned from somebody else. Okay. And that is if you're ever like on the road as a wrestler or like whatever, and then you just like lose your phone charger, you, and you're like near a hotel be like, Hey man, I stayed here and I, I left my iPhone charger. Did you find it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because people probably leave stuff all the time and like a lost and found or something. Totally. And it's like you, you it's like you sacrifice to the universe when you lose your charger and then the universe is like here, somebody else also made that sacrifice, but oh, it's for you. And okay. it's and it has to be like a trading system. Good to know. Good to know. But before I let you go, Masha, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Masha Slamovich. And you can find me on Patreon where all of the fun exclusive content and Russian hacks and photo shoots are. Uh, that will also be at Masha Slamovich and my pro wrestling tees. Also, just look at Masha Slamovich and you will find all of my T-shirts there. Now, do you have any plans for a holiday photo shoot coming up? Because we are approaching Christmas very, very shortly. Well, I did release earlier this month a mm-hmm. Halloween themed mm-hmm. one. I'm probably going to do another Halloween themed one within the next five to six days because mm-hmm. I should. Um, and definitely going to have some stuff coming for like Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. Christmas, Christmas season, especially. So keep your eyes open for all of that if you're on there. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today again, Masha. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.